Hello, and welcome to the Soul Set Podcast. This is a space designed to motivate and inspire you. So please take a moment and pull back from the craziness in life and focus on you. Because when you do, my friend, you will be a force to reckon with. I'm Sherry Belmar, your host, and thank you for joining me. Today, we're concluding the foundation of four, where we've been considering facets of a radiant and healthy soul. We've divided it into four sections. Uh, It's the way we classify diamonds or precious gemstones. We grade them according to their clarity, their color, their cut, and the carrot. And so in the first episode, we just spoke about how we need to gain clarity on what's been deposited in us, the origin of that, right? Where did that come from? Because these are questions that our soul longs to answer. And it has a corresponding law that connects it, which is the law of connectivity. That is, you are connected to something. In the second episode, we looked at color and how we need to discover what's been deposited in us, right? This is our why. Why am I here? And this is what provides meaning. And so we saw the undergirding law of the individual collective. That is, what is deposited in you, once you discover it, it isn't for you. Because if it's just in you, it is going to be dead. It needs to be given to others. That's when it comes alive. And in the last episode, we looked at the cut The cut is the how, and we took a look at our secret weapon, and the secret weapon is morality. It's that law of conscious, the consciousness that we have, that voice that's saying what's good, what's bad, and it helps filter and develop us. And so here we are. Today, we are at the carrot, the weight. What Once we've been developed, once like half of us is gone, the better self, right? is what emerges. And so we are going to be talking about uh, that sense of future, right? When we consider our life, it's like a thread and it's connected to something and it'll be connected to something in the future. That's why all these laws are, they're interactive, right? And so when we look at our life, our life, one of the, our crises is when we look at the brevity of our life. And And we think, how many of us are there on this planet? Billions of us. We can't even wrap our minds around the number. And sometimes we just feel lost in this sea of humanity. When really, where our focus needs to be is what's been deposited on the inside. And our connection. Our connection with what I would call God, my designer, the master designer. And as I am connected with him, he will allow me to begin to design my life in a way that as I discover and develop these gifts, I can deliver them to the world and my life will have a legacy. When we consider men and women, men like Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela, a Mother Teresa, 
these are all men and women, and we could share scores of men and women. And that's one of the things we want to do in this podcast, interviews, and um, talk about these interesting people who have lived a life filled with meaning and purpose, and they have left a legacy. So sometimes we get lost in the legacy of others. And really, I believe that the legacy needs to inspire us, but you are on your own journey. You cannot live your life for others, and you definitely shouldn't try to just be emulating someone else. They can inspire you, but your life is unique. So as we explore the idea of our carrot, right? It's the idea of once this stone, the diamond in the rough, is discovered and developed, then it's ready, right? This brilliant, beautiful stone. It's ready to be mounted into a ring, a piece of jewelry with some exquisite purpose. And this reminds me of two of my sons. Two of my sons are married and the care, the intent, the emotion right behind choosing the ring, choosing the gemstone, the diamond. And it's something beautiful because a diamond, it it implies uh, worth and value. And not only that, it's the hardest material, right? We cut diamonds with diamonds and it's something that lasts. Because when we do think of our life, what we have to deliver to others, if I do not live that life that is others focused, then I really don't have anything to deliver. And so going back to my sons, right? To see that emotion, everything, right? Involved in choosing this precious diamond to give to the precious person in their life as a symbol. And, uh, and that's what we want in our life, right? That my life, as it goes concluding or mounting up to this climax, is that it would be worth something. As I take away all the superfluous things that don't matter, that in my life, there would be found meaning and value. And so we consider a diamond, right? A diamond is formed miles and miles underneath the earth. It's hidden and it's under pressure. A diamond is formed under pressure. And so I just want to encourage you with one thing. Today, if you're listening to this podcast and you feel hidden, no one can see you. You think, oh, Sherry, I have all these gifts, all these dreams, everything I want to give back to the world and nothing seems to work out. And you feel hidden. Or maybe you just feel underneath a lot of pressure. Pressure, financial pressure, family pressure, health pressure. And on top of it, the question of what is the meaning of all this? And sometimes it can just be overwhelming. Well, my friend, your diamond needs to be formed in the hidden place. That's in your soul. Your diamond is going to be formed under pressure. So these difficulties that are in your life are working 
are working a purpose out for you. As you are connected to your creator, your designer, he will go showing you the way. So let's take a look at an unhealthy soul and a healthy soul, right? As we're considering the carrot, the worth, the value, your legacy that you are going to leave. When we think of destiny, our, our soul longs to think that I have a beginning, I have an end, but there's more, right? There's more to this. And one of those facets is what we leave behind. So remembering that the soul is the center of our mind, our will, and our emotions. When we look at an unhealthy soul, an unhealthy soul is one that's lived uh, self-centered, right? Just around me. It goes back to the meaning. It's when it's all individualistic. And when I live my life in this way, and I'm not thinking about the collective, when I'm not investing in the collective, then my life isn't going to have meaning. It's not going to have a legacy. Because when you think of the men and women that I mentioned before, like Martin Luther King, like Nelson Mandela and Mother Teresa, these are men and women that also, they made the cut, right? They, they paid up front. They, they made a sacrifice. And the truth is, if you're not willing to sacrifice, your legacy is going to be very small, if any. Because it's only what you invest in others that's going to last. It's sort of like people won't remember you. They just remember how you made them feel. And when we live our lives in a selfish way, then we're going to lack legacy as well. And when I think of um, a healthy soul, I'm always reminded of what? Nobility. Because the nobility paid the price right? A lot of times what they'd marry people they didn't want to marry because it was what they needed to do. A lot of times they would make these sacrifices when, they, when it was a good king or queen, right? They, they placed themselves aside and did the better good. They followed the virtue. They followed the law of their consciousness. And so a life that is going to have legacy is noble. It's a life that sacrifices. So on one side, I have my selfish side. And really, we're all naturally that way. We really need to rise above. It's like there's two people in us, right? Our lower self and our higher self. And really, to me, if I'm not connected to God and his gifts and what he's done for me, then really, it's like trying to pull myself up by my bootstraps. Really, it all He is the source of everything, in my opinion. So let's consider the second facet of an unhealthy soul. The unhealthy soul, I would say, is a fake. It's a mock-up. It's um, a, a counterfeit because it appears to be something. But then really, in reality, it's not. And that's a waste of a life. Whatever you do, be true to you. Even if it hurts to look at what you are, it's better to be where you're at and work with that than to pretend something and to be a fake. It takes courage to really look at yourself and be who you really are. 
The last aspect I want to touch on of an unhealthy soul would be that it's vain, that it's empty. And it's all going back to the ego, right? It's that centered around me, a narcissist, right? I think that people that are so egotistical and um, just everything is about themselves, they're like a black hole, right? Because they're sucking in all these resources and energy and there's nothing to show for it. And a healthy soul would be an altruistic soul, right? Others centered, one that's willing to make the sacrifice. I think these are three aspects that we can look at considering an unhealthy soul is that it's selfish, it's fake, and it's egotistical, right? A healthy soul, on the other hand, is noble, willing to pay the price, sacrifice. They're authentic. They're the real deal. That's, see, that's really a game changer. When you know someone is the real deal, then they have your respect. They have your admiration. They can speak into your life. That, my friend, is legacy. When you're the real deal. So don't waste time not being you. You see, you have to go through a lot of dirt to find your diamond in the rough. And then you have to go through all that development to really take on the value. But you know, you're le- the fact that you are alive and breathing implies deposit. It is your responsibility to begin to discover. It's there. It's in there. So stop making excuses. Start looking today. Start digging today. And you are going to have to go through a lot of dirt. See, we don't want to go through a lot of dirt. And we don't want to acknowledge that there's dirt in our lives. But then once we even find the diamond in the rough, then it needs to be developed, needs to be cut and polished. And so when we arrive to the care of what's left with all the shine and brilliance, see, that's, that's the, the beauty of a diamond is its transparency. It's the way it can reflect light. It's not about itself at all. A diamond is about reflecting light. And it's about transparency. It's about purity. It's about the real deal. So if I can, if you take anything today, take that. Be the real deal. Because or else you're just kidding yourself. And (laughs) you're probably not kidding others, just yourself. See, another deceptive thing about our ego is we really believe things. We're like lost in, um, we're delusional. We're thinking things that aren't there. We're seeing things that aren't there. So your ego is going to get in the way and your conscience will tell you if you want to listen. That's why you need to pay attention. It is your secret weapon. Once your diamond is ready, the most beautiful thing is the delivery, right? I think of my sons. And yes, it's the beauty of finding the diamond, finding the right diamond. But the most beautiful part was giving it away. Because you don't only make plans 
with a diamond. <laughs> then they make the plan of how they're going to surprise that special person. And the joy, the joy of giving it away. This is legacy in its purest sense. You have all this great worth and you find joy in giving it away. This, my friends, is legacy. This is what we all wish, right? But that when we leave this life, we will be remembered that will have made a difference. But this will not come without sacrifice, hard work, and the willingness to then give back to others. So how are we going to bring this home? Well, to wrap this up, I'm going to give you three ideas. The first would be to write your epitaph. Hmm. That's really, <laughs> that's really having the end in mind, right? What do you want people to remember you for? This is what I want you to do this week. I want you to write your epitaph because as you have the end in mind, you will have a list of what, what matters most. What matters most? What your wife, what your husband, what your children, the people that you loved, what they thought of you? Because this is the law of continuity. When you have legacy, it continues after you. When I was a kid, they um, taught us an acrostic. Uh, the acrostic of joy, which was Jesus, others, and you. Because as you consider the meaning in your life and consider legacy, really, as you are connected to your creator, you focus on others and giving back to them, your life will be full of joy and legacy. So now in December, I am going to be putting out a Christmas series. And it's a series about going from outcast to honor. And we're going to be looking at three women that are related to the Christmas story. And we're going to learn from their conflicts in their career, country, and calling. And you'll be able to be inspired and encouraged by their journey as women. So tune in next week, and we'll be looking at a woman that had a conflict with her career and her journey to honor. Could be yours too. Thank you for joining me today. I want to invite you to come over and let's connect at sherrytogether.com. Till next time, this is Sherry Belmar signing off. Have a fabulous day.